Welcome to another episode of Inspired Artist Podcast with me, Sirgan Carr. I will be making an announcement about an official name change for myself. I'm going back to my original spiritual name, Porter Singer. There's a little bit of transition that needs to happen, so I'll be talking about that in another one. In this episode, I am talking with Lisa Sharp. Lisa Sharp is someone that I met from the Joshua community, which was started by a man named Gary Temple Bodley, who channels a group of beings called Joshua, and he has a podcast called The Law of Attraction Roundtable. I was listening to a podcast with him and another person. He happened to mention this diptych that Lisa Sharp had created, so two paintings, and one said push past your fear or push past fear and say yes. And the other one said, push past fear and say no. And I was inspired immediately to contact Lisa to see if she wanted to be on my podcast. And she said, yes, Um, this was her first podcast. So I felt very honored to inaugurate her into the world of podcasting. We had a super interesting conversation about her process. Uh, She uses this really cool high vibrational paint, which I was excited to learn about. We talk about coronavirus and how it's affecting her process and kind of the, the difference in how her journey and spirituality is now versus towing the line of the British, as she put it, put up and shut up. Before we begin, I wanna let y'all know that the next eight week Joshua's Unlimited Abundance Boot Camp, guided by me, your tour guide, if you sign up through me, will be on May 11th. And the only way to get information on this and to join is to actually connect with me personally and we'll have a chat. It is a an amazing experience. It has changed my life unequivocally. <laughs> I can tell you all about that in another podcast. Um, but it is definitely something that I recommend. It is super universal and just so easy to begin to practice. Little tricky to actually implement it fully, which is why we do it a few times once you're in. Um, This is a really interesting model that Gary does that uh, you sign up once and then you're in it forever uh, without any additional payments. Um, He is kind of a revolutionary in terms of online courses, I would say. So without further ado, let us get into this podcast, which I recommend that you subscribe to and rate and share. And here is Lisa Sharp. Hello. So one of the, one of the podcasts that I listen to is the, the round table, um, Gary's round table, law of attraction round table. And he was talking with someone, I think it was Roxanne Swainhart, and mentioned these two paintings that you had made. And one of them said, and correct me if I get this wrong, one of them said, push past fear and say yes. And yep. one said, push past fear and say no. Yes. And in that moment, I was like, oh, I want to have, I would love to have her on this podcast. So I contacted you and Fantastic. here we are. A few, a few back and forths and here we are. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Absolutely. So how, um, how did you come to create that, that piece? That was actually, um, total guidance from Joshua, um, that Gary shared with me. Um, and I had been sort of working out what to do with it. And I, what I did was I actually 
had a painting, I took one whole painting on paper, which I cut out, and then the words sort of popped through. But the reason, I, I sh I've showed it to some other people that they don't necessarily understand what it means. Um, but what it actually means is that in times we, it's basically in times we come across things that we're, you know, we have to push through fear and we say yes, and yes, I'm going to get on and do it. I'm going to push through my fear and I'm going to make it happen. And whatever, you know, it's our own personal dream or vision or whatever it is we want in the world. We push through to say yes to our dream. And equally well, there are times when we have to push past fear with other people and say no. And so that's really what it's, what the, the, two, the two themes are. And to me, that's such everything, fear comes up in some tiny way into everything and for me it's always like you just got to push through it mm -hmm. and that's basically what it is and that's why that's so resonated with me um to, to do that at first I held back on it um when I first did it because I exactly that I was hesitating <laughs> um because I was thinking oh well there's people you know are people gonna get it and I just thought well it doesn't matter because that's not what it's about it's about sharing the message and particularly obviously now um the message is even more important to push past whatever fear we've got going on in our heads mainly. Um, so yeah, so that's how it all started. So it was actually Gary who gave me the inspiration, by Joshua, who gave me the inspiration. Yeah, I I really love that. It, it's almost like a, ref it's a refinement sort of, of, of what I always thought, because I always thought when you're, you know, when you're spiritual, um, someone asks you to do something or you, you know, you feel like you should do something because it's the spiritual thing to do. Yeah. I'm not, I haven't become so good at saying no as a result. And, yeah. and that's, you know, and then so I, I like actually, cause Joshua has said before, like some half of you could stand to say yes more often. Half of <laughs> you could stand to say no. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. I, I try and do it as often, do as often I can, but I really find that when you say no and you don't give a reason then people can't twist it around and say oh but I can do that because I I have found in the past when I've wanted to say no and I've said I can't do it because you know I can't do it because I've got to pick the kids up from school then somebody says oh that's okay I'll pick the kids up from school for you and now I've learned you do not give a reason and you do not have to explain yourself and to me that's be that has been so liberating that I have actually practiced I had started to use it within a way years ago but it is something that's sort of come into my life more and more now uh, but I would say also this thing is saying yes and you must have that with your music surely the, mm -hmm. the thing of you pushing when you you have a when you're inspired what do you do to sort of push through that right so you're saying like saying no to some to one thing is because something else deserves a greater yes is that what you're saying yes or they're just different situations and 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 basically it's whatever feels right and sometimes you think well that feels good to me but i but not to be a people pleaser i mean i i spent a lot of my life being a people pleaser and now yeah. i how shall i politely say i i do what makes me <laughs> what makes me happy yeah not from a from a point of view is that the 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 bucket of love or the bucket of whoever I am the glass of me is full and is overflowing because when you're depleted and you're trying to please everybody else it just doesn't work 
Um, and therefore I now come from a much more abundant place to give and to be helped and be more genuine by saying yes to some things and no to other things. Right. And I love that about the, um, when you give explanation, you're, you're actually not giving the explanation because no. the reason you didn't want to do it wasn't, had nothing to do with not being no. able to pick up your kids. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Right. I I have so so at the moment that's been interesting for me because I have both of my kids home mm -hmm. um, and I haven't really been able to do a lot of my artistic stuff. Yes. Mine requires silence from others, not from me. But um, so yeah, there hasn't been a lot of that in the last couple of weeks. But um, but yeah, you know, I have to I have to make sure that I don't book myself out. You know, doing other things. Um, so that I have time. I had somebody on the podcast, she was saying how she would actually schedule creative time for herself because otherwise she would use it doing other stuff. So yes, I find that working from home, that's often the case that I get distracted. Yeah. That um, you just, and then sometimes something happens where it just sort of gives you a kick out the backside and you just say, right, okay, I'm going to really, really focus. And I often think that being, you know, with you and I being creatives is that often you have a time when you're sort of really into something and you're going to work all hours and you work at it nonstop. And another time you're just not, you're just not there and you can't make it happen. It has, it is very organic. I think, I think the key is just like you and I just keep ourselves in alignment and that that is really the key of just keeping it and then there's space for inspiration to pop in mm -hmm. as and when yeah do you find that a lot of your time or most of your time is spent in creating the art or do you have kind of a balance between like the business side and your but yeah and it's probably it's probably 50 50 obviously we all prefer the creative side much more that's much more fun um it's a little bit it's, yeah it's it's both it's writing i quite a lot of my work has writing as well and so i tend to set aside probably uh about three or four three hours in every morning if i get up at five five or six depending on what time i get up and then therefore that is very much me setting myself up to the day up for the day with intentions and meditation and sometimes now it's getting lighter it's great I can go out early in the morning for a walk and so it's that time before the world like you with your with your with your our children you know it's getting that time I'm really lucky that mine are now grown up um and but it's getting that time so yours are the children obviously you can't do it in the morning because they'll be up early with you <laughs> but it's getting that time where you haven't got the phone going, you haven't got a text coming in, you haven't got a call coming in, you just know you haven't got to be thinking about anything. Mm -hmm. And I often just keep my phone switched off until about nine o'clock in the morning. Okay. So you like yeah. to get things done really early. Yes, yes. Yeah. I used to be late, going to bed late and getting up, not late, but getting up-ish, but now I tend to go to bed early and get up early. Yes, mm -hmm. it's completely changed. What about you? Well, you, you're totally determined by the children, surely. Well... I think I just haven't really been getting enough sleep lately, <laughs> but, yep. um, but no, they, they actually are on a later schedule. If I, you know, if I, if we're not having school, which right now we're not, they will prefer to go to bed later and wake up later, which I, I find odd. So yeah, my kids have never woken me up at 6am. They, wow. 
ill sleep till like nine, ten, sometimes eleven. If ah, yeah. my goodness, yeah. So, but but then they stay up really late. So, yes. it, so therefore, you're so therefore you you are therefore going to bed at the same time as that as them because you're yeah. absolutely usually a little later actually because I like to kind of unwind before unwind yes. <laughs> before going to bed. But yeah, it's uh, it's an interesting schedule. I know it's not typical, and I'm. But they've been homeschooling for, you know, my oldest for like six and a half years. And oh, right. so I've just kind of let him decide when, you know, when, when his bedtime is, when his, you know, when he wants to wake up. Um, he just started going to school in February. And so we've, we've had to, you know, switch things around a little bit. So I think their rhythms are just, you know, a little um, off from the school schedule. So we're, but the schools actually start really reasonably. They start, um, they start at like nine, nine 20 here in the morning, which means that they don't have to wake up so early. Yeah, exactly. They get, they get time to come around during the day in the morning. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So I'm, I'm noticing behind you, you have a painting that says have strength, have courage. Yes. What it looks like it has a relief to it. It's uh it's, yeah. it's 3D. Oh, that's cool. It's 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 my first 3D painting I ever made. And oh. um yeah, it's white on white. Uh-huh. Just to describe so people they can't see it, but it's white on white, it's 3D, and it was the first one I ever made, and that was in 2013. And it's really sort of been with me on a sort of journey of Lot of basically sort of you know um, separation um, sort of about to get divorced and that sort of whole process it's sort of been there gently in the background it's just it's sort of very in in the background in that it's the same color and it just slightly disappears to the wall but isn't but is always there so yeah Yeah. it's been yeah yeah it's really beautiful I I loved love your paintings I mean they're I I hadn't even seen your paintings before I asked you to do this Mm. Um, how do you feel about selling your paintings how does that feel oh no I I don't find it easy (laughs) (laughs) I I was an art dealer um for a long time and so it was very it's relatively easy to sell other people's art but when it's your own art it's quite tricky because you suddenly feel for me at times it felt like I was like I'd been the 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 food critic and suddenly then I'm becoming the chef mm-hmm. and so I had to adjust to, to that but it is something that's sort of been in my blood always and I went to art school as a mature student then for various reasons I stopped and I started again and it I'm getting more comfortable with it um and it, it, because I'm seeing the difference, you know, when people pick up on the energy. I mean, basically that everything I do is about vibration and energy. When somebody says, oh my gosh, goodness, I get a, you know, I get the feeling of it. I don't understand why. That's what's really exciting. Yeah. It's a difference. So, I had an exhibition. Yeah, sorry. Go, no, finish. Yeah, so I had an exhibition uh, before Christmas here locally in England where I live. And it was really lovely that a lot of children came around and they really liked the work and they really felt it. And a lot of people, a lot of sort of grown-ups who don't necessarily 
um, on particularly into abstract that they liked, they sort of felt it. And I think that was what I really loved was just that feedback of people feel it. Yeah. So you have to feel these things. Yeah. The colors are just amazing. Yeah. I really like, yeah. And it, this is, it's very familiar feeling to me. It doesn't feel, a, I don't know, like difficult to understand or something. No, well, it doesn't, to me, obviously it doesn't to me either. And it's, it's funny how a lot of people who don't normally get it sort of seem to, because mm -hmm. they just, maybe they just feel it. I, I, it's, it's interesting. And I use the paints I use there. They have a high frequency and I, I don't know how it's difficult to explain it, but it seems to actually come through that they like homeopathy, all the water is charged with bioinformation. And they're made in a special factory in Switzerland, in Zurich. And the lady who runs the factory was set up by her father, really small operation. And they literally, they have mute, they play music, crystals, um, you name it, incredible to all the, for the water, to the paints, which are then held. I don't know how they do it. And then that is the reason why, because I'm allergic to, I'm allergic to anything hugely toxic. And so that's why I, did a re you know did a lot of research and I actually went around the factory and met the owner and tried them all out before I then used them so they were the first paints that you know I've been working with for now uh, about six years yeah do you advertise that as part of as part of the art because I've never actually heard of anyone talk about the materials that they use as you mm. know, in art as non-toxic or high vibrational yeah, I do a little bit. Yes, I do talk about it. my materials are really important to me because I'm the one. I mean, because sometimes, you know, you're painting and you put, you know, your paintbrush in your mouth or whatever. I mean, you know, obviously not in sort of necessary, but it is one of those things that with a lot of oils, they got a lot of fumes and there's a lot of toxic. And I, I did look at other paints, but they all had sort of big crosses at the back saying toxic, you know, this. And I was thinking, well, that's, I've had chronic fatigue mm -hmm. and so I have to be so careful. So I have to watch all the chem, you know, I have to have, everything has to be chemical free, basically, you know, whether it's shampoo or yeah, soap or whatever. And the same, obviously, with my paints. So these actually make me feel, not feel better, but they, they certainly don't whack my system out. And occasionally I will have to use um, another paint if I sometimes might use a spray of something, very occasionally, very rarely, in which case I then put a mask on because of the toxicity of that, but that's very occasionally. So yeah, it's always the acrylics, which are based from Switzerland, yeah. Wow, that's so neat. Do you know what the painting is going to look like before you make it? No idea, absolutely no idea. It is totally a connection between me and the paint and I, I'm not trying to harness it, and for me that's the fun because i never quite know what's going to happen so if i try and control it that's when that's when it doesn't work and so really the whole thing is freeing my mind in a way that i just let go and just go with the flow of what's happening because that is when it becomes most powerful because if i if I try and control it, it doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't work in the same way. So it's all about capturing a moment and just not knowing what's going to happen. So, so sometimes things work out brilliantly and other times they don't.
<laughs> so it tends to be quite it tends to be in that case random but that suits me because i don't like things i get bored easily if things are predictable mm -hmm. so sometimes i'll be amazed and think oh that's fantastic and sometimes even i work when the light's fading and i can't quite see what's going on and then the next morning i'll go back and it'll be something that I think, oh wow, okay, that's really worked. And oh, sometimes I go, okay. oh, that didn't. But usually, it's 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 that place, getting that place where you just let go and work with the paint rather than trying to harness it. That's really what I try and do. Yeah, because it's all about it's all about flow, all about energy, flow, letting go. Wow, mm -hmm. I'm looking at these at these um, paintings on your website right now, and I have the most boring question. But how do you get these print like how do you get your paintings digitized on a you know what i mean like do you scan them i photograph my phone well which ones did you which ones just just regular ones well i have them professional some are professionally photographed oh, okay so they're photos photo well no, they're paintings no no but i mean the the icons that i'm seeing they're all photos they're not scans or it's really like you don't have to put them through anything. They just, they're a photo. I guess that makes sense. I guess cameras have come a long way. I remember when I was in school and I took art and we had to get, um, cause I, I did the, the international baccalaureate. Wow. Mm -hmm. so we had to send pictures of our art to Geneva. Wow. And I just remembered them looking so awful, but I'm thinking, well, it's been photos have come a long way. <laughs> Amazing. Absolutely incredible. Yes. So I take the little snapshots. What I tend to do on the ones that I post on Instagram, they're often little snapshots that I will take on my phone mm -hmm. and then I'll just put writing over the top of them. The ones on my website tend to be professionally photographed and they are whole paintings. Whereas often for Instagram, I will just take a section and I will write a message. So that's maybe that's what you're asking. Okay. So I just take a section, often just take a section of a painting. Yeah, because no, then the ones on your website. So these must be these are the ones that have been professionally photographed. Yes, yeah. yes. They don't have right. Those ones don't have writing on them. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what, they're so vivid. sorry. I was just saying the colors are so vivid. It's, it's. I know. I know. No, they're incredible. I don't take any credit for that. <laughs> it is. It is incredible. They are absolute pleasure to work with. Yeah, and that's really the paints are the, the key for me. So how did you come to, cause we met through the Joshua community. Yes. You come to meet Gary and like know about all of this. I had done over the last five years, I've done lots of sort of work, exploration and learning about different um, things mainly through Hay House to start off with and then I had been on another another sort of you know sort of type bootcut type thing and then my sister found out about um Gary Gary so we'll talk we'll give me his full Gary Temple Bodley <laughs> who we love and Joshua teachings and it was just that the work it was just resonated on every single level. I mean, I, do, I have never, I don't think I've ever used seriously, used the word, word life-changing before, but it just, 
ticks all the boxes, there's just all the explanation, it's everything makes sense. I don't know how you feel, but I, you know, what do you, it's, just, it's incredible, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I was listening to Abraham for a couple of years. Yes, me too, yes, yes. Before I met Gary, and I, I, there, there were still some things that they would say I was, I didn't, that were not clear to me. I did not understand. I didn't really understand how to use what they were, what they were yeah. talking about. Precisely, precisely. Um, even it helped me immensely listening to it. It was very calming and I felt like it, it shifted a lot of stuff for me internally. Yes. Asking questions. But yeah, no meeting. I was very excited to meet Gary. I met him in another boot camp, actually. Yeah, yeah. brilliant. Yeah. And so yeah, well, Abraham. Yes, yeah, so I think that was Abraham. Um, so Abraham Hicks was very much getting me to the right place. And I then was like a sort of secure blanket. And as you say, just very gentle and yes, you get it. And then doing the Joshua teachings was just like another, completely another level. Yeah. And it's the detail and the, the sharpness and just everything, just Get, nothing is nothing is sort of off limits in, in in a way that you just think okay I can really dig into this and when people ask questions on the call you just think okay that's really fascinating because there's always something new to, to learn and each time you know every call I think my god that was better than the last call and then the next one comes and there's a bam and you think wow that's even better so it's it's all an accumulation and it has been just yeah it's been a journey it's been a great journey and i think the biggest thing with with what 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 was sort of learning was that everything happening for us rather than to us mm-hmm. and therefore the acceptance so not not drifting back into blame and not going back into the past but just appreciating everything that's gone past to get us to where we are because from here we step forward onto the next wherever we want to go yeah and and create our vibration I think that's the other thing is I think in a lot of teachings they don't really explain about the importance of vibration and how we are sort of like radios you know transmitting and receiving the vibration and therefore whatever we're sending out we're getting straight back and I think that's for me that I had real clarification on that um, with Gary and Joshua that I didn't really have before. It just suddenly fell into place. Mm. And yeah, so yeah, learning a lot. Was it your husband who was on the round table? No. No, it wasn't, no. There was um, so one of the students from England, her husband was, what did they call the episode? Like, yeah. Law of Attraction Skeptic or something? Yeah, like that. that was very good, wasn't it? Yes, he was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great to be up for it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes, that was lovely. I enjoyed that. Yes. Yeah. No, that, no definitely. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no, it was. And he actually, well, I don't think he was that skeptical. In fact, he was, like, he just had very good questions, I thought. He did. He did. Absolutely. He was willing to be, he was willing to be, um, uh, con- contrarian or I don't know. He was, he was willing to dig a little deeper, which I appreciate. Yes, exactly. And that's that, which is so helpful because it's, you've got to see it from everybody, everybody else's different perspective. 
And so our perspective is one, but you know, somebody else, somebody else is coming from a different direction and we're all in different stages of our learning. Yeah. And so that's what, no, that was a really, really good podcast actually. Yeah. That was great. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. So do you have the people in your environment are, is this information stuff you talk about with them or is it sort of your own little thing? I would, uh, 50, 50. Mm -hmm. Um, I would say that more and more, actually, I am just chatting about sort of the law of attraction and vibration and everything else really, really openly. It hasn't always been that way, but more and more the people that I surround myself tend to be people who are open. And the fact is that you can have conversations. I'm trying to think who I was having a conversation with the other day, a complete stranger. And we went straight into sort of talking about spirituality and vibration and um, channeling and all these sort of really off the wall things that, you know, I, I'm try, I can't remember the second who it was, but I, I said at the time, I said, you know, five years ago, there's no way we would have been having that conversation. Right. You know, somebody would have thought you're absolutely nuts. So it's fantastic that there is that opening of, people's awareness and their feelings and just understanding I think it's a more connectedness people understand when they're feeling more connected and when they're not sort of type thing and I think that's that's a massive thing that's I think that's been one of the biggest changes when people are actually feeling does this feel off does this feel right just they're trusting their gut much more so I think the the general movement for people just feeling more connected or looking to be more connected is mm -hmm. there that asking inquiring that's me i i've been noticing on like reality tv shows or like t you know just everywhere people seem to be more aware of their responsibility in their life and in, you know in the creative process and um, yeah it's not, yeah, it, it's, it's really interesting. Even when you can tell they haven't quite like incorporated it into, you know, how they're actually being, but that there's a, it's starting it's more of like a, yeah, it's becoming more of like, you know, normal talk. Yes. Yes, yeah. exactly. And I remember once driving to, um, it was about six months ago. I was driving, I was driving to a yoga class, sort of seven o'clock in the morning, before, just before seven. And one of the presenters was talking about saying, oh, that gave me goosebumps. Well, I mean, again, that was another thing that I had all these, you know, there's no way you would have been talking about goosebumps or spirituality or just, you know, in such a deep level because we're all, it's not sort of this thing of stiff upper lip anymore and just bury it all. I think that's very much English way is to bury it all and to not let your stuff out and just get on with it and sort of, you know, put up and shut up. I mean, you know, a lot of sort of, certainly my parents' generation were sort of brought up, you know, shut up and put up and, you know, put up and shut up sort of type thing. And we certainly had a bit of that. And I think that's why this thing of saying no is quite a big thing because you're used, to, you're being told that you should be polite, you should do this and you should do that. But if you take out the the word should, you actually say, well, if I, I could, if I wanted to, mm -hmm. in a way, and then I, then you have a much more willing participant. Otherwise, the energy, they feel your vibes or whatever else that you're not really there mm -hmm. wanting to be present. Yeah. So, yeah. 
Wow. Yeah. It's, there culturally there is there's a lot to get through there. I mean, I'm sure there are in I think every culture has its own, you know, yeah. that it's built that it, you know, makes living authentically uniquely challenging to yes. it. Yes. But yeah, that's that's interesting you bring that up about social behaviors in, in England. Yeah, I mean everybody's individual, but it does just yeah. tend to be a sort of thing and I were and all those walls everything all that is breaking down hugely mm. which is fantastic mm. it is very exciting to see how and even with you know we'll go on to sort of you know the 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 the, the, the word of what's going on at the moment the coronavirus is that people are being so much more friendly so much more open so mm. much saying thank you and just and it's giving us a space to just say, you know, how we feel. I mean, for example, today, totally bizarre thing is that um, I have a juicer, a bit of the juicer broke, broke after about less than six months. So I emailed the company yesterday and I said, is this still under warranty? How does it work? She said, yeah, fine, just send me um, a photograph and then I can send you a new one. So I said, great, okay. So, I, so she emailed back today and I and I said that's wonderful. And I emailed her back saying thank you so much, customer services. Thank you so much. That's wonderful. And 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 I said, you know, I'm sure we'll all get through this and whatever else. And she said, we're just a small business. And then we just basically had this email exchange. And she said, you know, obviously I'm a bit worried. And then so we had this dialogue that you would never normally have with a company with somebody you don't know. And then I sent her a load of pictures of images with uplifting messages like and I also sent her the one is have strength have courage <laughs> and I just said you know and one of them was um was pushed past fear into love and so I sent her and she said and then she emailed back and said I absolutely loved it so it was we are given all these opportunities and I think you know I'm naturally quite a shy person and so I naturally hold back you know if I have my what's my thing it's sort of not acting on inspiration it's sort of hiding and so therefore this for me personally is giving me an opportunity to say listen hey i've got a sort of nice pretty picture it's got some writing hope it might just make you day i you know i just said stick it on your wall you know print it off and stick it on the fridge or whatever you want and it's that opening to be more connected i think with each other and I think that will carry on no matter what, how we go forward. I think we now have that bit of magic. We're going to hold on to it. That's what I hope. What do you think? Yeah. Well, no, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm there with you. I think that this is a pretty impressive time where yeah. people are realizing how connected we really are. I mean, you know, if you think about it, just practically, we're connected on such a level that a virus could spread this quickly, you know from from a country that we're not doesn't it it says it all yeah exactly <laughs> and but it's funny because my sister and i were just talking about this 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 morning and she watches all those like dystopian movies and tv shows you know like the ones where the world has ended and um yeah. and she wants like, you and i run a mile from right <laughs> i can't handle um but but she was saying how her faith in, in humanity has just been restored because we're basically at that point where if it were the movie or the TV show, people would be on the streets looting and setting things on fire and, you know, and look, we're not doing that. No, no, exactly. We're not as bad as, as uh, Hollywood 
would like exactly. to no, exactly thank goodness thank goodness <laughs> a wonderful opportunity to everybody just to pull together and I even had a, a note through my door uh, yesterday um, and a little note said I'm your one of your neighbors down the road if for any reason you are self-isolating here's my number just ring me and I can get anything for you oh that's, that's so sweet. sweet yeah so I have no idea who it is no they said I live at number two you know oh. down the road yeah just give me a shout so that was really sweet that's really sweet wow yeah. Yeah. a lot of good a lot of good people out there I think a lot of people I think it is everybody wants to be help and um, to help others because mm -hmm. that's how we're actually wired mm -hmm. but we're all programmed to shut that bit down because somebody it's a bit like putting your hand up in the class and getting the question wrong uh -huh. um, and you're scared that somebody's going to say oh well you know who are you to think that or you're stupid or whatever else and so I think this is where everybody is saying yeah I can help you what can what can I do to help so I think it's it's really special to be able to focus on that we know all the not such fun stuff is happening but think but focusing on that isn't going to make it any better so we might as well keep the vibration high right and then add keep on adding more light into the whole sort of quantum field as it were mm -hmm. yeah. um and that's you know that's my other fascination i i'm still quite early days into understanding the quantum field but how we're all connected but i find that absolutely fascinating mm. really amazing yeah do you talk about these sort of things when you talk about your art and how it relates to your worldview? I think, yeah, yeah. It's about love. I talk about love and energy and vibration. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what drives me. That, that is what it is about. And when the words aren't in the paintings, that's when people very much have, I hope that people will feel it. But that's why I do what I do. I mean, about one, two, three, about 14 years ago, I had a complete and utter burnout. And I was, I'd been working for a very high end gallery in uh, London. And on the day that I left, there was a bus advertising horror movie. And that was basically a catalyst for me then deciding to want to spread uplifting messages. And it took, it's taken me years to get there for various reasons of life going on or whatever else. But it has always been that intention to basically spread good messages so that people are just feel connected. I think, I think it's so important that people feel seen. And although my, may, my paintings may not show that but that's actually what it's about it's about saying you know i see you i hear you which sounds so abstract in another sort of way but that's really what it is and that's what the writing is about mm -hmm. because you it sounds like you found an, a medium that allows you to to be a little yeah. bit more removed from you know from, from people and then to yeah. create and then share afterwards so you have a, yes. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. It's 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 something it's a way of of expressing of ex, you know of expressing myself and I think that's like, you know, with you with your music. I think that's what we all I think that's what we all crave um is being able to express express ourselves and to be understood. 
in a way. I think that's, and I think growing up, and I think for children growing up, I just think it's so important because I think if they stop being able to express themselves, it doesn't matter what the medium is, but it just, um, it gives them a space to be themselves because very often we, again, go back to this thing of pushing it down, like we push the kids down and their views or whatever else and saying, oh, well, don't be silly, that's whatever. But when we give them time to be themselves and to express themselves, because I work with a charity called Children in the Arts, and they are very much about going into inner cities and taking them to art exhibitions or having art classes. And, and whether it's theatre or dance or whatever else, it doesn't matter what it is, but it's showing that people can express themselves that there is a way and so whether it's music as you know painting or whatever that they need to have that way because i think if we if we suppress that desire to express ourselves as children growing up we lose that two-way street of um just understanding each other and so therefore then that's later when a lot of behavioral things come up because people don't feel safe or don't feel relaxed in expressing themselves. And I think that's a really important thing is that if children are like imagination and play is so important that they have that chance for imagination, you know, to just think about things without any pressures to just, just think about just general things, you know, just experiencing stuff. Yeah. I'm reminded that it's that one of the most uh, influential moments for my four-year-old of late was seeing a child sing at the Grammys for like 30 seconds or not even, it was probably like 10 seconds. He was in this Lil Nas X like performed music video basically for the Grammys. And, um, and he turned to us and he was like, children can sing <laughs> wow yeah. like what he meant was you know like professionally yeah, 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 yeah. and and it's it, I just thought that was so cute and and so he became so much more interested not that he, he'd, he'd always been interested in music but it just like yeah made him so much more interested yes yes and for them to grow up thinking that they can be do anything that they want mm-hmm. and it's okay to feel like that to feel wouldn't it be fun to do that or whatever else and in just in little ways because it all starts in little ways doesn't it mm-hmm. to find that way oh that's so sweet that's lovely yeah it's cute yeah. <laughs> it's a big music fan yeah good he's in the right place <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's funny. I think sometimes my my older child um, likes to pretend he doesn't like music because mm. you know because I because I do it. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. He might choose something different as his expression. He's really he's really loves to do art actually. To I think a lot of them do, and it's great to keep going at this age mm-hmm. or whatever else. And it's like you know, here in the countryside here, a lot of boys, you know, might so like be like horses and stuff when they're young, when then they get older, they go, oh, well, you know, I'm not into, you know, horses aren't cool anymore. But it's sort of, you know, it's, it's, it's really important to have something that you love that's sort of there. Mm-hmm. And, um, 
just that feels comfortable and it's again goes back to expressing expressing themselves yeah yeah wonderful thank you so much for for doing this with me pleasure no thank you it's been lovely to chat would you can you tell people how to find all things lisa sharp yeah it's just lisa sharp art um so it's website lisa sharp art instagram and that's it i do have facebook but i'm not very good at it not very good at it but i just don't pay much attention to it so i'll be really honest so it's really sort of instagram instagram and um website yeah cool okay i will post those in the description box so that y'all can click on that yeah yeah have a wonderful evening for you and yes uh, absolutely (laughs) have a good day have a good day ahead (laughs) bye bye bye